If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms, and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on. And this month, I can't wait to dive into Real Americans by Rachel Kong. What makes Book of the Month stand out? It's the simplicity. No more decision fatigue at the bookstore, just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away. Lexi and I had a blast picking from a variety of genres, from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances. But what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun. With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies. Hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. Mercury is finally out of retrograde. Lord have mercy, did that planet do a number on you, girl? But we are here, alive. The forces. The forces. The forces. We're having Olivia act all types of outside of her character, which arguably was very much inside of her character. (laughs) Look, we're, we're, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it for the pulse check. If y'all haven't noticed already, Liv and I are together. In North Cacalax. You this- know, it's hard having a long distance friendship with this one, but we make it work for our kids and the fans. Yes. Anything, really, do it for what else, you know? 
I know. So I caught a I caught a little flight up here. It's been so nice just kind of being back in familiar territory. I guess this is kind of my pulse check. But it's been so nice being back in familiar territory. And there's honestly nothing like North Carolina in the fall, I would argue. Thank you. It's just such serene, movie, cinematic vibes for fall. I would highly recommend. And it's also been so good just like chilling watching our show tagging along with Lexi while she does her little crafts and baking and all of that fun stuff so yeah it's been dope and we also made a tiktok account follow us on tiktok um because we have been working hard for the content there is some good content y'all. there is some good quite high quality content but Lexi how what would you say your pulse check has been like well I think Things are moving and they're shaking, you know? Why must you always be so big? It's like I have to, it's like we have to like warm her up <laughs> and like put a put little me on simmer, baby. Put, put a little olive simmer. oil on the pan mm-hmm. to just to get you. Mm-hmm. It's I like she doesn't bread. trust us, to, guys. We need to rise first, you know? Yeah, Can it's true. Me? Let us um, know if we should start taking a shot for Lexi every, <laughs> every single time that she's like, yeah, things are fine. Every time she does a big pulse check. But anyways, I just can't believe it's almost like it's almost November. I just feel like there I I loved getting to see you this weekend. Lots of things have kept us moving and bopping around, which has been super fun. Um but it just feels like in the next couple of months, like the rest of the year, there's a lot of things coming. And so I feel like I need to gear up on some like quiet time before the like holidays and like all of the things because I feel like my January is already starting to get booked and busy and I don't know how to feel about that at all. Right. So planning for Q1. (laughs) Also, yeah, I'm sure your January is getting busy because Lexi's dating a Capricorn and December and January capricorns literally all the capricorns in my life are trying to take my months olivia's birthday trip is in december bay's birthday trip is in january yes and my birthday's in february which we're doing absolutely nothing for um do you care to explain why no i just don't i okay (laughs) actually actually for the I don't like my birthday crowd, like, please stand up, okay? Because I think that there's more of us than, like, you just don't see us because we're not posting about, like, happy Aquarius, like, birthday season. Like, we don't do that. That's not in our brand. So the thing is, is you don't see us. It's not in the we're brand invisible. guidelines. We're invisible to you other, like, move out the way, all these other seasons so that you can come busting in arguably the most obnoxious zodiac uh during their birthday month is leo yes we already leo counts down in freaking april leo sages capricorns capricorns don't really talk about their birthday like that at all actually but what i will say is only bad bitches cry on their birthday (laughs) And so if you're not actually crying on your birthday, then did you have a productive birthday? What does that mean? It's to make you feel better about not wanting to do anything on your birthday. Wait, are you saying you're crying on your birthday because it sucks? 
Um, because something went wrong. Something this you didn't why. hear from somebody that you wanted to hear from. This is why I'm saying there's there's very few things that good come out of a birthday. If Lexi was queen of the world, she'd probably abolish birthday. So I let's wouldn't. not. I would get... just abolish my birthday. I don't want my birthday traumatized. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, seriously. I think it's just my deep seated trust issues for birthdays. For birthdays, yeah. Okay, well, but don't get me wrong. I've had great birthdays. I, I have would a hope so. With my birthdays. When's the last great birthday? <laughs> Dang, we can't even get a straightforward answer. I enjoy answer. my birthday. Okay, I enjoy it. I enjoy just getting to eat my favorite things. That's really that's all I ever ask is just let me eat my favorite things. I feel like Aquarius's brand is just trying to prove how simple they are, and they're like, <laughs> we're just so simple. Like it really doesn't take a lot to please us. We're just like. We just want peace, and yeah, we're just so simple. Did I mention that we're simple? Anyways. Hmm. Anyways. I feel like this is, what's it when you're I've got misrepresenting an, our brand, or it's defamation? I've got an Aquarius <laughs> moon, so part of me resonates. Mm. Do you have any Capricorn in your chart? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Anyways, folks, Olivia's trip has been a success. She has stolen all of my music, half of my clothes. She conveniently uh, uh, forgot everything she was supposed to bring me. Uh, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, and she stole all the covers when we were asleep. So if anybody wants to know what it's like. But when I tell you, business. Olivia is actually the funniest person you'll ever meet. So it's we'll just, it's a trade-off, let's just it say. Is. <laughs> let's just say it's a trade-off. Um, but normalizing long-distance friends friendship relationships on visiting each other because Liv and I have consistently for now almost what two and a half three years have yes. seen each other like every three to like four months and we take turns we are the blueprint for getting through and we yes. should create a community for all of the people in the world that are navigating long distance friendships we have tons of tips to give yeah. 10 out of 10 would highly recommend. And one of my favorite things, and this is going to surprise Liv, but I love that, like, Liv's friends have become, like, I feel good friends with them now, too. Like, I love that I love your friends because of how much they love you, and I love you. So it's, like, it's fun now, too, to, like, be able to connect with other people, like, when we go and stuff, like, hanging out with people, and I think that's so fun. Wow, I think that's the nicest thing Lexi's ever said to me. (laughs) And on that note, right? the theatrics. Well, folks, it's that time for us to jump into the series that we've all been loving because it's about all things love. So cue the track. Let's get the conversation going. Are you ready for the Black Girl Flow podcast to take on love? In this four-part series, we'll be moving through the different stages of a relationship and unpacking how we find flow and balance in all of the single and not-so-single seasons of our love life. We're talking embracing your singleness, self-sabotage, cultivating intimacy inside and outside of the bedroom, letting go of relationships, and all of the layers that come with dating in your 20s as a Black woman. So grab your popcorn and your wine as we dive into all things love and chat about some real shit. So today, y'all, we are going to be talking about letting go or settling in 
which is honestly a huge topic that's gotten a lot of attention during our past episodes. Um, And I'm super excited because like I was earlier mentioning, Mercury being in retrograde, there's been a lot of energy that has been bringing (laughs) people in and out of my life. To say, say what you need to say. This is a confessional, everybody. She's confessing for her sins. All I'm saying is, I saw this tweet on Twitter that was like, uh, if your relationship wasn't solid during (laughs) Mercury being in retrograde, that shit is over now. Like, and I think that that's a pretty good and transparent representation of my time during these past. I think every Capricorn month. I knew was going through it. Every single one. Right. And I think it, it, it honestly brought up the, the, uh. Tell us what you did. Why? <laughs> what is going on? Okay. Also, I messed with my ex. Says ex. I've messed with knock knock yes I mean you know what I'm not even (laughs) I'm not even emotionally prepared to unpack what all of this means but I think as someone that has gotten out of a relationship uh recently it was important for me to be intentional going forward after this mercury retrograde and what type of energy I want to to really like tap into does that work does that work please tell me that that works so the conclusion is you're still on dating apps mercury so what are you taking out of mercury in retrograde then since you did re you did kind of reignite a couple of things or go and check up on them you know i think uh after after having this traumatic mercury in retrograde season um i am honestly off of the dating apps I've been telling you like I don't really like the dating apps I'll download them every once in a while to see like who's liked me and stuff but it's just not a fun experience for me so I'll probably continue to I can't wait to stitch not for the past like five months all the clips of you saying I'm really not on the dating apps like that like I'm getting I'm not I am lapse of like (laughs) <laughs> August, September, I October. really, I really am off the dating apps. But, okay, so this episode's really not about flaming Liv's love life, but because <laughs> I, think, I think you're you're going back to your exes a little bit, kind of brings us to the this final part of the All About Love series, which is about either settling in or moving on. And obviously, we've had other episodes about letting go and moving on. But I think this is one of those, like, what do you do when you do have something that's a little fresh and you're still seeing them? And, like, how do you process through those emotions of – because I think, like, as much as you're in that space, like, I just celebrated six months with uh, my mans, which is, like, not a lot of time at all. But in the other vein of the, like, you're moving on from people – I feel like I'm starting to think about like what it means to kind of like settle in with somebody. Yeah, of course. I think as far as it goes with me moving on and like really trying to be reflective of why I'm single right now and and why I made that decision to be, I think I've been on the go for the past few weekends. Like I would say probably 
each weekend this past month. I've been, I've had occupied and and I'll even on my weekdays occupied just hanging out with friends and enjoying life as the sexy 20-something year old that I am. But at the same time, I think when I'm on the go all the time, it's a really awesome distraction and I haven't really been able to um, tap into the solitude that I was looking forward to because sometimes when you're alone and you're trying to figure out like how to let go and how to navigate being on your own, it's almost less painful to be around people and like have those experiences than to just be alone and to completely heal. Um, And sometimes I also think you don't really recognize that you haven't healed properly until a situation you might encounter and it's like, oh wow, maybe I am not completely healed like maybe it's time for me to do a little bit more inner work and figuring out um where I'm at with it all but as someone that has settled in multiple times and this is like your first time settling in Mm -hmm. how is that transition to for you having spent all of your time alone (laughs) and then now with someone where you're posing up that's so funny yeah I think that's the thing and it's really great again like I just hyping up the fact that like having your close friends be able like now I totally get weddings like I totally get it I'm like because there's other people who were invested in this that you don't always see so it's like yes we are all collectively going to celebrate this because we've all put into it too you know what I mean right because I think about just like how you have seen me in so many different phases and I think that's kind of most commonly what I'm known for is just like kind of doing things on my own and like not being really unbothered by it so even you've just been like this is so different for you right um it is really exciting though I think like six months is so early like Mm -hmm. it's just it feels so it feels so fresh like a fresh honeymoon stitcher it just feels like a fresh loaf of bread (laughs) Got you. We love a fresh loaf of bread. Yeah, there's really no, like, I don't know what the feelings described to it is. But I do think you reach that point where you're like, oh, okay, like, this is working. This is really working. Okay, what are we working towards now? Like, what are we what are we really doing? So I think just like the conversation start to shift a little bit. But so much of it is still just the like, the in the moment catching yourself of right. like, oh, okay, so if I am going to do this and commit in this way, then like, what things do I still need to get in order for myself? Like, it goes back to that self-work. And I think that's the biggest thing that I wanted from a relationship experience was just to be with somebody who pushed my growth in ways that I couldn't just by myself. And yeah. so I feel that, but like, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I think you're also realizing that you are really settling in in North Carolina, right? Like you have this house and like you're also still dating someone. And when you're making those kind of decisions, whether that's to get a house here or to get a house somewhere else, like while you also are dating someone, you you kind of subconsciously keep them in the back. Yeah, keep them in the back of your mind when you're making those decisions and y'all Lexi's man is a little bit older than she is <laughs> and so that also provides like He's a different grown. lens 
Yeah, maybe not sixty or fifty years old, but no. <laughs> don't just, get the wrong idea. Sexy. Right. So he um, is also coming with a different perspective of like, okay, I've dated other people, like I'm ready yeah. to settle down. Yeah. And so you're well, also I'm feeling that. that. Yeah. Oh, I think maybe less of like settling down and more of just like knows what he wants and is like really great about communicating that. Um, yeah, no, I, I catch myself thinking about those things and it's like an overwhelming process, at mm-hmm. least for me to be thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm actually considering like how this, how my actions impact other people. And that might seem so simple to some folks hearing that being like, oh my gosh, you've just been that selfish. It's like, no, you just get so used to doing your life. And I think especially as black women, you just have to keep going. Like you don't get to stop and kind of, you don't always get the privilege of smelling the roses and stuff. And so at least for me, it's been nice to like have those moments to do that. But it even just reminds me when you were in your long-term relationship and like you were having to navigate, like there was a potential you were going to move out of Atlanta and like all of those things. So when, how did that process look like for you when you were thinking about like, how serious things were and like your life changing because just as much as I'm settling in we're just kind of all in this goes to the whole black girl folk community we're just in that growth period of our 20s like Mm -hmm. in so many evolutions so what did that look like for you well I feel like for me I am always someone that is gonna do what's best for me like regardless of whatever thing I have going on with not thing but like whatever relationship I have going on with other people so when I was in that space of trying to figure out whether I was going to move because of my career I had a lot of um, experiences that would lead to me making a decision that could mean like going out of the state or like moving away and I say that because like those experiences look like working at a smoothie shop working at uh, all girls college like just bouncing around different jobs I think anyone honestly could have understood if that was my only option uh if my only option was to take another job in a different state um then that would need to be the case you know what I mean and to move out of my comfort zone to move out of my mom's house like that would have been the best option for me because it would have felt like I was going backwards rather than forwards. And I think also like I've done the long distance relationship as well. And so I know how different, y'all different for that, but go ahead. (laughs) I mean, well, it's just like, I know what it looks like to have to either plan your life ahead and you're feeling so young, like while doing so, or be like, okay, I need to let go of this because this is actually holding me back from like my potential or growth. And I think I've really learned that with the navigating relationships and opportunities, you really have to figure out if like like where you want to be and what's holding you back from being there. Because mm. people always talk about letting go of your boyfriend so you can find your husband or like (laughs) letting go of different opportunities so you know whatever is holding you back um if you're not feeling 100% truly fulfilled and also recognizing that when we are dating around and having these um life experiences it's important to just 
do it for the experience rather than the expectation of of the outcome. Yeah, expectation of the outcome. It's so interesting because I feel like that's really weird. This episode overlaps with like letting go or settling in because Mm -hmm. it's exactly to that point of like, what are you holding on to that could potentially be keeping you from either moving on from a person that the relationship wasn't what you expected or wasn't getting support, you know, where you wanted to be in your life or what you saw for your the love that you wanted to cultivate or the other of it's like, or, you know, asking yourself those same questions to deciding to stay and really commit and growing with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, right. There's this, I think regardless of the situation that you're in, just being really curious about, are you being complacent? Are you too comfortable? Like what are you, where's the momentum and the movement in it all? Right. Um, oddly kind of goes to both sides of like deciding if you need to walk away from something or if you need to settle in a little bit more and even because I think that's a huge thing like that's a huge thing to say like hey I really want to be committed to this and not just like we're having a good time and I enjoy your company of being like okay but at some point how much time is it like what are we doing you know right of course and I know that we were also talking about the difference between generational marriages nowadays mm-hmm. because I think it really does take a lot for our generation to be like okay I'm gonna commit to this person for the rest of my eternity like I think we we are coming from a different perspective where a lot of us have broken households or you know, just see the landscape of what it's like dating right now. And people are like, okay, would I really want to ever get married and be bound legally to this yeah. person? Um, I think first we got to let people know you down to get married. Am I down? Yeah. 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 I'm down. I'm definitely down to get married. I think um, it it would definitely need to be the right person, but am I pressed to be married? Like, am I, Okay, I want to get married. Actually, it's not like I'm down. Let me just let me just <laughs> put that into the universe. It's not I'm down. Like I would love to get married, but it's not something that I I think is the end all be all to my life's greatest wishes and accomplishments. In, in relationship to like who what you want to get out of a romantic partnership. Right, exactly. Like if I think if I'm with someone and I think marriage will really help take our relationship to the next level, um, because, for example, I want kids with this person. Oh, yeah. Then I definitely think that marriage is important. But if I end up being 40 years old and not with anybody, like, trying to have kids, then I might as well just, like, yeah, stick with that person and call them my life partner because... Well, I think lots of people our age are asking themselves this question. I think me and you were talking about the other day. And we have plenty of friends who are, like, very actively not looking to get married, communicate that, and are are, are in no rush seeing, like, not really seeing a value add to their romantic partnership, but are in really long relationships or are looking for relationships knowing that that's not their end goal either. 
So it is something that you do have to think about because, and I stay, I stay saying this because I feel like I've caught myself in this moment so many times of like, I thought I knew what I wanted Mm -hmm. and like, I thought I had a good sense of like how it was going to play out. But when push comes to shove and you put like a person that you just love and adore in front of you, like sometimes the cookie doesn't crumble the same way you expect to your point, the expectations of the outcome. Right, exactly. But I think thinking about these things early on and because what we were talking about to the generational divide, is it like, is it really that our generation doesn't want marriage and commitment or is it potentially like we saw it so much fail that like now it's become kind of in our culture to think that like that commitment is not a good thing anymore or like, you have right. to understand the cultural implications and kind of know, like, what do you really believe in? Because at some point you're going to have to communicate that to another person. Right, exactly. Going back to your point of almost like manifesting someone and then having them appear <laughs> and them being like, uh, you, you're turning it into like a situation where you're like, I wasn't really expecting <laughs> this that's what I'm saying like we just have to continue dating for experiences and I'm not sure if anyone can be exactly what we hope them to be yeah that'd be boring right that that would be so boring but Um, the conclusion continues to come back to all lead all roads lead to introspection yes pretty (laughs) much pretty much and uh letting go it doesn't always just refer to uh, relationships. It also refers to friendships and really creating that community aspect um, in your life because, like, we're nothing without community. And there have been times where I've really had to let go of friendships and friend groups in order to find my true day ones. Well, honestly, the day ones were always there. But yeah. to really focus, refocus yeah. on the people that I want to settle in with for the rest of my life. Well, and there to that point, it's like I think settling goes be settling in goes beyond just relationships, and it's really asking you, like, what are you committed to in your life right now that you're putting mm. active, intentional, like positive energy towards? Because right. just like in relationships, it's like, and I think it's Adrian Marie Brown, or just it's a pretty common sentiment of like, what you pay attention to grows. Mm. So what you what you paying attention to, but. Yeah, this one has me lifted in our feels a little bit. <laughs> 100%. And always make sure to take inventory of the people that are in your life and the relationships that you're cultivating because they take a toll on like your mental and your body and you shouldn't have you shouldn't be in a situation with anyone that has you feeling stressed or anxious. Like I know cuffing season's around the corner and we want to be all cozied up with people that are cute and fine and hey, I'm all here for that. I probably will try to participate in cupping season myself. <laughs> but um, always That's, be intentional. Shout out to all the 20% of our male listeners. They live taking applications. <laughs> Lord. Um, but yeah, like I think that it's super important for us to be just inten- more intentional with, um, with the people that are in our lives. So thank well, you all so much. This for joining good, us this was a good run of the love let us know what your fave um topic for the series was and we might even get a, a part two out there for one of these topics so we 
this definitely is not the last love conversation Liv and I will have, but this series was really great in breaking down all the stages of love. And we might be back for some Valentine's Day special stuff. But y'all, for real, go check out our TikTok. You won't want to miss it. You know where to head for all things Black Girl Flow Podcast. Yes, sir. Y'all have a wonderful, good, a good one. (laughs) With that, peace, love, love, blessings. Bye, y'all. All right, that wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.